You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Of course, reminding everyone to download rate, and subscribe to the podcast. This is the 415ers. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy coming at you three times a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. And... I, I guess that's so, you know, you're talking about swapping teams or weapons on certain teams and the 49ers are certainly not the only team to be kind of underachieving this year. And I think a big reason why people believe that the 49ers are still in contention for maybe even a Super Bowl is due to the fact that the NFC is outside of the Eagles, kind of a question mark. Like, I, I have no clue who's good and who's not at this point because I thought the 49ers are pretty good. They're below 500. As you can see on the screen for our YouTube audience, I, I thought the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are both pretty good. All three now are three and four this year. So, you know, if, if we're kind of moving pieces around, like, I think the 49ers skill position players with Green Bay Packers would look much different than they do on the 49ers. But then again, with the Buccaneers, I thought they had a pretty good skill, skill position group coming into this season. And Tom Brady has not been able to do what he's done each of the past two years with them. So who the hell knows at this point, but this is why I think it's, it's an interesting question who the best three and four team is in the NFC, because at the end of the year, at the end of 17 weeks, if one of these teams is back into Super Bowl contention, Mark, I don't think it'll be necessarily shocking. And I'm just curious to see which team you think right now is the best of the three. Well, yeah, for for the YouTube audience who sees the the graphic down there, there are more three and four teams than just these three, the Niners, Packers, Buccaneers, in addition, the Washington Commanders, the St. St. Louis Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, <laughs> and uh, a couple more, actually, the, the uh, Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons. So there's a lot of three and four teams, and that's kind of the point of this conversation. There's so many teams in the NFC that are just kind of mired in mediocrity right now. I mean, heading into the season, you know, it was a general consensus that the NFC West was the best conference, not only in the NFC, but probably in football right now, first place in the NFC is four and three. The Rams are three and three. Then the Niners and Cardinals are three and four. And you know, what most people thought was the worst conference in the NFC, if not all of football, the NFC East six and oh, six and one, five and two, and then three and four. Uh, they, three they've and gone four. from the NFC least to the NFC beast mark. That's exactly right. I mean, the commanders are three and four in last place. They are, let's see if I can, uh, get that in my head. Two, what three and a half games back of <laughs> technically of first place at three and four. Meanwhile, three and four in the West, you're only one game back of first place. Three and four in the South, you're tied for first. So that's four just four. kind of the, the way that the NFC is is shaping up right now. And if I had to pick one of those three, I mean, I think we can 
circle these three, the Niners, Packers, and Buccaneers, at least as the most talented, most likely. And there's underachievers and overachievers every year, but these are probably the three most likely, you know, to kind of improve and, and, and maybe make some waves in the second half of the season. I'd pick the 49ers, and I'm not sure it's particularly close. The Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, obviously a, a huge name, but he has struggled and he's dealing with a, a thumb injury and Tom Brady with all the drama around his personal life right now. And it just, it's, it's weird. They have a really good defense specifically against the run. And you mentioned their weapons. I mean, with Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, the list goes on. They are very talented offensively. Um, but I think when you consider the 49ers defense, who's better than all of those three, I would argue, and they're all good defenses. And then you consider uh, the fact that this is a 49er team that has dealt with at least more injuries that you would expect them to get back again this year. The Buccaneers offensive line is, you know, torn to shreds right now, but a lot of those are season ending injuries. The Niners have more bodies that are on the mend and should be back relatively soon. I think it gives them the edge in my book. And plus, I think overall, these are this Niner team is probably the most talented of those three uh, when you consider their defense and, and their weapons, as we just talked about at length. I think the Niners are probably the best of the three and four teams in the NFC, and uh, they're probably the most likely three and four team to, to win a postseason game and, and maybe to go even a step further than that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 almost there with with you, but the the difference, of course, to me is is the quarterback, and and I understand that you know Aaron Rodgers is maybe not the back to back MVP version of himself right now. Oh God, not even close. There is a long ways to go, and who I mean, who knows what that offense could turn into? Uh, they can't seem to catch a pass right now, especially on third down. I think Devonte Adams was just slipping him some like secret serum or something because right when he leaves i mean it's like rogers can't remember how to play football anymore well who knows what aaron Rodgers is on i mean he's uh <laughs> ayahuasca again <laughs> ayahuasca uh i don't know some sort of painkillers who who knows what that guy's into <laughs> uh some some natural remedies mm -hmm. we'll call it mm -hmm. and then tom brady's on his own program of course uh the tb12 method which is turning into something unforeseen but a lot of the issues for the Bucks, as you mentioned, kind of have to do with him off the field. And so I, I'm not exactly sure how much I weigh that. And we got 10 weeks left in the season. Right now, I do think that the 49ers have the best overall roster. I mean, I, I thought they had the best, one of the best overall rosters coming into this year. But if you just look at the schedules, I mean, right now, the Buccaneers, I believe, have... Uh, the best win of all three, like they beat the Cowboys. Granted, it was opening week, but in pretty dominating fashion, holding Dak Prescott in that offense to three points. The Green Bay Packers, meanwhile, beat the Buccaneers 14 to 12 in a game that was largely a slug. Uh, the 49ers, I know they beat the Rams, but we've kind of questioned how good the Rams actually are. So to me, the 49ers have the highest ceiling. But because of who's playing quarterback right now, I, I do think I would slightly give Tampa Bay the edge. Uh, I think the Packers don't have enough around Aaron Rodgers, and they can't stop the run on defense. The Buccaneers, to me, have maybe the, the best chance to sort of get right if Tom Brady and the rest of that team can sort of put all the external issues behind them. But if, you, if, if I'm looking up at the end of the year and the 49ers are 
maybe you know 10 and 7 11 and 6 and they got a better record than than Tampa Bay and Green Bay I could certainly see that um just right now if if I had to pick one to where they're going to go I guess I'm going to rely on a larger sample size of careers and that's that's, that's going to be with, that's, that's going to be with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers <laughs> one might argue too large of a sample size at this point but uh... yeah yeah mark <laughs> if 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 we could acquire the the sort of sample size that Tom Brady has in in any part of our lives uh, i think we'd be doing pretty well oh yeah i consider that a win um but you said something that stood out to me um you said you think perhaps the niners maybe have the highest ceiling of those three is right. That's what you said. Yes. So I, I kind of see it differently. I think maybe the Packers and the Buccaneers could potentially have the highest ceiling, at least a higher ceiling than the 49ers. It's because of who their quarterbacks are. I think the Niners probably have the safest floor. Honestly, that's how I see it. I think it's because of the way that their roster is constructed and, and how dominant their defense has been for most of the season. The last two weeks have been a step backwards for sure. And their weapons on offense. The fact that you have one of the best players in football in Trent Williams. I think the Niners, and it's something that we've we've talked about a lot this year. I remember reacting to the Trey Lance injury saying, this probably increases the Niners' chances of making the playoffs, but at the same time, maybe decreases their odds of winning a Super Bowl because you know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. He's a quarterback that generally is good enough to win you some games, win you enough games to make the playoffs. So the way I see it, I think the Niners of these three, just because of the nature of their rosters, probably has the safest floor, which probably, in my opinion, means the best chance of making the playoffs. But if if someone like Aaron Rodgers and his young receiving core figure it out, it just clicks suddenly they might have a higher ceiling because Aaron Rodgers is a two-time MVP who's who's back-to-back MVP who's been so good. If Tom Brady figures out his personal life and him and Giselle get back together and it's all, you know, smiles again down in Tampa Bay TV. and Mike Evans stays healthy and all that, maybe they have a higher ceiling than the 49ers and maybe they could catch fire and win the Super Bowl. I mean, remember back when they won the Super Bowl a few years ago, they had a slow start to the season. They won multiple road games in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. So that's not out of the cards either. Um, I think that's an interesting point that you made because I kind of see it the opposite way. I think the Niners probably have the safest floor of the bunch, but because of who the quarterbacks are, the other teams might have a chance, although it's a lesser chance to kind of explode as the season goes along. Well, and I, I guess maybe the the potential that I'm thinking about lies more with the roster. Like, I mean, you mentioned the fact that Tampa Bay is dealing with more season-ending injuries. Uh, Green Bay, to me, has a less talented roster around Aaron Rodgers than the 49ers or the Buccaneers. Uh, but but you're right. No, you're right. Tampa, uh, Tom Brady, as well as Aaron Rodgers, obviously have a higher ceiling as individuals than Jimmy Garoppolo. But I'm looking at what the Niners hopefully will be able to get back and get right. And to me, that makes them a more complete team. And when it comes to the playoffs, I know that you you mentioned it on our last episode when we were talking about the preview between Kansas City and San Francisco, the fact that the 49ers might be better built for the postseason based on how they like to operate uh, on both sides of the football. So to me, it's it's more about what I envision the defense getting back to and the level that they can take it. Because honestly, a lot of postseason teams that do make deep postseason runs um, or Super Bowl winning runs, 
they, they're very even. I mean, they have a top five offense sometimes on the fringe or a top five defense sometimes on the fringe, but it's usually a combination of both. To me, the Niners are closer to having an overall um, cohesive roster that complements each other than either of the two. What I'm hoping is that at least, you know, if, if Tampa Bay and Green Bay are going to get back on track, yes, it does start with the quarterback, but to me, there's less around them and it's more about them figuring things out as opposed to the 49ers. Like you mentioned, their floor is sort of already set and it's more about getting healthy and that level that they can hopefully recapture similar defensively to the first five weeks in the last two. Well, I think in this conversation, a lot of what this boils down to when we're talking about potential postseason success, it's winning your division. So maybe an important question would be which of these teams is, is most likely to win their division um, I think there's a clear top two and then the third, because you look at the divisions that they're in. I mean, the Niners right now, again, are a game out, despite the fact that they've had what you should consider a disaster first seven weeks of the season. They're three and four. They're only a game out. And the teams ahead of them, the Rams by a half game, you have dominated them in the regular season since Shanahan has been here and the Seahawks were four and three defying everything I thought possible in football. Um, but in the NFC South, you have the Buccaneers who are tied for the lead in the division with the Atlanta Falcons. And behind them, you have the fire sale Panthers and then the Andy Dalton slash Apparently James not. Winston. <laughs> Apparently not. They just beat the Bucs. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. And then beyond the Panthers, you have the uh, Andy Dalton, James Winston led Saints. So probably the Buccaneers, the most likely team to win the division, probably has less to do with them than it does who else is in that division. You could probably say similar things for the 49ers, but maybe not quite to that extent as the NFC South. Meanwhile, the Packers, uh, they have the Vikings who are five and one and playing good football coming off of a bye. So maybe that that's you know, part of the, the decision here. If we're talking about who is potentially going to have the most postseason success, you know, you, I picked the Niners, you picked the Buccaneers, and that probably checks out because they are way more likely to win the division than the Packers are at this point. Um, and I guess just to put it on the record, I still think the Niners are going to win the NFC West. I think they're clearly the most talented team. Um, they are undefeated in the division right now, which is a big, a big number considering, you know, the way that this division has a knack of kind of beating each other up. Um, I still think the Niners are going to win this division. Um, and I, I think we'll only see them get better from this point forward. Kind of a similar, you know, turning point as last season was when they were three and five and beat the Rams it kind of does mirror how last season has gone. Um, and I think maybe not quite as gigantic of a turnaround. I'm not sure if I see an NFC championship in the cards, but I do think this team will be much better. What in the, the final two thirds of the season, a little less than that, almost the final half of the season than they were in the first seven weeks. Well, we didn't see an NFC championship in the cards last year until they got there. So it, it's going to be interesting for sure. It And it's, you know, as far as the, the question is concerned, best three and four team, um, based on a lot of the conversations that we've been having here in the Bay Area about San Francisco, and I'm sure they're having the same ones down in Florida, it, it seems to be based on who the rest of the competition is <laughs> rather than the actual team itself. And so maybe it's you know the worst three and four team in the NFC, the worst team in the division. Uh, because the 49ers are simply trying to clear a bar at this point. Like that's, that's kind of what it's boiling down to. The, the question is who has been the most disappointing so far in the <laughs> NFC? 
I mean, these are these are probably the three that I mean, you could probably throw the Rams up there as well. Pat, yeah, I mean, there there's a lot to choose from. We'll just put it that way. Well, and we're going to have a lot to break down on Friday when the Rams, of course, before I should say the Rams, of course, host the 49ers on Sunday. And I'm um, looking forward to that episode as well, because there's a whole lot of questions. There's a whole lot of, as we've discussed, potential for the 49ers with their newest toy and Christian McCaffrey, but also the type of hopeful bounce back game they're going to have against Los Angeles, a team that they've dominated in the regular season. So there's a lot to break down on Friday, Mark, and I look forward to it. Yeah, me too. Should be a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's get after it. No doubt. No doubt. We appreciate all of those of you tuning in, as always, to the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy coming at you. We will talk to you next time. Take it easy.